0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Thursday, everyone. I hope you're planning to join us on an Eastside campus this weekend. I mean, more and more people are returning to physically regathering every week. And if you haven't, I hope you'll consider joining us on a campus. And of course, online is available, too. Uh, I'm going to bring my second message in the Upstream series from the Beatitudes in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, and I'm telling you, it is just so rich and deep and practical. This week, we've been pursuing God together, and we've been learning from James chapter 1 about how temptation works in our lives, and then all of a sudden you get to verse 17, and it feels like James just changes the topic. After warning about temptation, he says in verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Now, how in the world does that correlate with temptation? It feels like James has made like this quantum leap from verse 16 to verse 17. But consider this. James is saying, don't ever forget the sheer goodness of God. Your God is a God who loves to give you good and perfect gifts. That's the only kinds of gifts God can give. And that phrase, coming down, conveys the idea that God's gifts just keep coming down and he keeps giving good gifts to us. And all those desires you have for food, for drink, for money, for relationships, God is capable of meeting all those desires in ways that you don't have to sin to get them. You don't have to shipwreck your life for those desires to be met. So here's the question for you to wrestle with today. Will you trust the God who only gives good gifts to fulfill the desires of your heart? Will you trust the God who only gives good gifts to fulfill the desires of your heart? James is saying from the beginning of history, this God who has never changed has met the desires and wants of his children who trust him. So will you trust him that in due time, the God who only gives good gifts to fulfill the desires of your heart Instead of running out prematurely acquiring your desires in illegal, unbiblical, disobedient, self-destructive fashion, will you trust him? Do you see the connection? He's saying, why don't you trust God for that desire? Psalm 37, 4 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. My hunch is most of you don't really believe that. Most of us deep down in our hearts feel like there are certain things we'd like to experience, certain objects we'd like to acquire, certain thrills we'd like to have, but the only way we'll ever get them is to disobey God and get the job done illegally because no God could love us enough to give us the desires of our hearts. Can I ask you, what is it that you want so badly in your life right now that you're on the verge of sinning to get it? Some of you who are single are saying, I want intimacy so badly, I'm willing to compromise my convictions, and I'm always on the edge of caving into impurity. And God would say, delight yourself in me, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. God will do it in his time, his way. You don't have to sin to get it. Some of you want a new job, a new position so badly, you can taste it, and you're about ready to lie on a resume or step on a colleague to get a promotion. And God would say to you, delight yourself in me, and I will give you the desire of your heart. So will you trust the God who only gives good gifts to fulfill the desires of your heart? When I made the decision to go into ministry many years ago, there were some secret desires in my heart that I gave up. And you'll probably laugh at this, but one of them was a career in politics. When I was in seventh grade, I got really turned on by the study of civics, and it created a desire in me to be a difference maker in our nation I love to lead. I love to inspire others to make a difference. And I got involved in a few political campaigns. I went to political headquarters, collected buttons and materials and listened to politicians speak. But when I made the final decision to go into ministry, in some ways I thought I was like giving up that opportunity to lead and to inspire others to make a difference in the world. But now that desire is satisfied in ways that I know no career in politics would have ever been able to do. I mean, by God's grace, I not only get an opportunity to make a difference in this world, but in the world to come also forever and ever and ever. Politics couldn't hold a candle to that one for me. God has given me the desire of my heart. Friends, the moment a routine attraction becomes a runaway attraction, stop whatever you're doing. And get on your knees and say, God, I don't want to acquire this desire in an illegal, self-destructive, spiritually harming fashion. I'm going to delight myself in you and know and trust that someday you'll give me the desires of my heart and I won't have to sin to get them. God, thank you for this promise in your word. Thank you for being a good God. Thank you for giving us the desires of our heart. If we'll just trust you, your time, your way, your wisdom, your path, your truth. You're so good. And we lift our prayers in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Hey, thanks for being here today. Catch you tomorrow.